0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Random Acts of Self. I am your host, Samantha, and thank you for coming in because it is my very first podcast episode for this show, so I'm really, really excited to be able to bring this to you. I work currently as a personal consultant, which is a really fancy way of saying I help people get their lives back in order in whatever way it is that they need. So for some people, it's making important decisions. For other people, it's getting their time management down or the stress levels down. And so a lot of what I'm going to be talking about has to do with wellness, different kinds of wellness, different kinds of self-care, different kinds of stress management, and just getting yourself back to a happier place. Because these are some pretty trying times. And Stress is really, really bad for you. I'm also a psychology student. I have a bachelor's degree in clinical psychology and I'm working on my master's degree in clinical psychology and then I'll go on to earn a doctorate degree and become, you guessed it, a psychologist. So I'm about a year, just a little less than a year away from my master's degree. So a lot of what I bring to the podcast is going to be based in science. So I may quote some research or the Mayo Clinic or different places like that when I mention some of the topics that we're going to be bringing up. Today, we're not really going to talk about anything specific. I'm just kind of doing an introduction to the podcast and let you know what's coming up. So some of the topics of interest besides self-care and stress management is Fear based disorders. So these are anxiety, PTSD, agoraphobia, specific phobias. This is an area that I want to work in as a psychologist. And a lot of these areas tie in to self care and self management because so many people have PTSD and anxiety, especially. So I want to be able to provide a little information in terms of mental health and science as it relates to taking care of yourself. I'm also fascinated by dark psychology. And this is stuff like narcissists, abusive people, manipulators. And you might ask what that has to do with a podcast about self-care and wellness. But I bring these into it because a lot of people that I haven't encountered in my coaching business have problems not not because of, you know, what they're doing, but because of who they're exposed to or who they have to deal with. And it seems like narcissism and people with a lack of empathy, that that's a problem that's on the rise. And it leads to a lot of issues in terms of mental and physical well-being. So I kind of want to tie that in a little bit where it's appropriate. And then finally, I'm a big fan of psychedelic psychotherapy, which, if you don't know, is a very new part of psychology wherein certain substances like psilocybin, uh, street name magic mushrooms, and things like MDMA, also known as ecstasy, are being used. To help people with very severe mental health issues, and because this is a new field and not many people know about it, that means that not many people know that this might be an option for them when other mental health and uh, physical health things just aren't aren't working for them. This is, like I said, a very new field, but it's showing a lot of promise. So I wanna bring that kind of into the fold a little bit as well, and then raise awareness of what your options are for when your life needs more help than what a life coach or a personal consultant can offer you. So I plan on tying all of these things in together with different topics of wellness. And I'll start with a little introduction to self care so that we have some content for the first podcast. Self care is really, really important. And I admit that I used to be very bad at it, and most of us are, because we tend to be taught that if we take time for ourselves and only ourselves, that in some way we're being selfish. And self-care is not the equivalent of being selfish. Those are two different things. Self-care, I I didn't even know what it was called. Before that, I just called it me time. And anybody who said, well, I need me time, and always sounded like kind of a bullshit excuse to me. So when I was studying for my bachelor's degree in psychology and I learned about self-care, I learned how important it was and why. And I became a huge fan of it because I think it's something well, I know it's something that we all need, but I think it's something that most of us don't get enough. And self-care helps keep you from getting burnt out at work, from wanting to tell your kids to just shut up and stop talking to you. It it keeps you physically healthy and it keeps you mentally healthy so that you can go and do all those important things that you have to do every day. And what self-care does, it helps you to reduce your stress level. And that may not seem like such a big deal or why is that so important? But I'll tell you this in my research for this episode, and I do a lot of research. So, um, I was very interested to come across a list of diseases. Um, this was both from a medical paper, which I'll put the reference to in the description. And also from the Mayo Clinic, I'll put a link to that website in the description as well. And between these two sites, here's some of the things that stress can do. Pain, like physical pain, fatigue, messing with your sex drive. It can lead to obesity immune system repression and if you don't know what this is when your immune system is repressed it means it's not working at its full capacity and then you're more susceptible to get different viruses and diseases and so forth so that's a really important thing because that can affect every part of your body you can have as a result of this repression a greater risk of catching a virus and right now with covid going around that's not good Stress also affects your insulin levels and can lead to diabetes, especially in people who are already overweight. It can lead to ulcers. It leads to the buildup of plaque in your arteries, which can lead to heart disease, having a heart attack, needing a stint put in, all the stuff we really don't want to do. And interestingly, and something that I already knew, but I don't think enough people understand the importance of it is that your mental health is greatly affected by stress. This is especially true as it relates to depression and anxiety, which are two of the most common mental disorders found today, as well as very serious disorders like schizophrenia. Now I read in class in one of my textbooks that a lot of people who experience their first schizophrenic episode, it tends to be triggered by some stress. So, wow, this stuff can do a number on you. Even more, while stress hasn't been directly linked to cancer, like stress causes cancer, it is known that stress has been linked to the development of tumors, and tumors can be cancerous or not. But when a cancerous tumor metastasizes, it breaks free of where it started and kind of, goes other places in your body. So the cancer spreads through your body and now you have a much harder time surviving that. So the thing is that you have something called killer cells and the killer cells, they kill off these little tumors and they kill off um, the metastases. So instead of it breaking off and you know attaching somewhere else in your body, these cells kill it. But if those killer cells are inhibited they're not working as good as they can, that can allow a tumor to develop, which can then eventually lead to cancer. So while stress doesn't cause cancer directly, it can cause other problems that may lead to cancer later on. And there's still a lot of research ongoing in this area. So as I learn more, I'll definitely share it with you. So you can see why stress is so bad. And here's the thing, not all stress is bad because you have eustress, which is good stress. That's like the stress your body feels when you win the lotto. <laughs> you have new stress, which is a neutral stress. It's not good nor bad. And then you have distress, which is negative stress. And it's okay to have negative stress from time to time. Our body used the reactions to bad stress for fight or flight to get ready to run away from a predator or fight your way out of it but our body was only set up to deal with this kind of stress for a very short amount of time i'm talking like minutes long enough to for you to run away from the saber tooth tiger because this kind of stuff goes way back to who we were you know years and years and years ago generations ago thousands of years ago and So back then, when you had to run away from a predator or you had to fight one, that stress was good because it kicked in all kinds of things in your body that allowed you to be a fighting machine or a running away machine. And the problem becomes serious when the stress is chronic. So you're not just experiencing a few minutes of stress here and there. I'm talking 40 hours a week at your job. You hate it. You may not like your boss. Maybe he's a giant dick. You have loud neighbors. You can never get any sleep. You know, you're fighting with your spouse or you have problems with your kids. These are all long term stressors. So, what they mean by chronic stress is long term, not just a few minutes every now and then. We're talking like daily stressors. And these things build up. Your body is not built to be stressed out like that all the time. It's simply not. And so that's why when we get so stressed out, we get inflammation, we get diseases, we get sick. And I've heard a couple of my friends say things like, oh, the stress is killing me. And they don't mean it literally when they say it. But it is literal, it can be taken literal. Stress can really kill you. It's so bad for you. So You know, you can't tell your boss to shove it up his you-know-what and go F off somewhere, not if you want to keep your job. I can't tell my college professors that they're the worst teachers in the world and they leave me more confused than they help me. I can't do those things. Um, You know, you can't tell your neighbor, just shut the F up. Like, I'm tired of hearing you argue. It's probably not going to go over well. So some bad stress you can get rid of, and I always encourage you to do that wherever possible. Get, you know, whatever's stressing you out, try to get it out of your life. But one thing about this podcast is I like to be realistic. We're in the real world. Some of us are very limited on resources and time and things like that. So, you know, telling your boss to F off and just walking out and quitting as much as you'd like to do it isn't always realistic. So what can we do about stress when we can't get it out of our lives. This is where self-care comes in. So ideally you would start self-care, you would do it every day such that these bad situations and these stressors don't escalate to the point where they're causing you health or mental issues. However, some people are already there. And in those cases, self-care can kind of bring you back down from where you're at. So self-care is a way of managing the negative stress, negative emotions, the problems that come every day, sitting in traffic for a couple hours, whatever it happens to be. This helps you to manage your stress in such a way that you can keep it from affecting your health. And there's no real right way to do self-care. There's so many different ways. This is going to be a fun podcast to do. And in the next podcast, I'm going to start talking about that in more detail. So we'll go over again why self-care is important, and I'll start telling you the different ways you can do it. What are good ways? What are bad ways? How to integrate it into your life. And most of all, how to not feel guilty about it. Because I think that's the thing that holds up a lot of people from doing self care is like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, you've been taught that taking time for yourself and only for yourself is actually selfish and it's not. So, what I want to do is help you get over the guilt of taking time for yourself and recharging your batteries. And I'm gonna tell you why that's important too. So please join me for the next podcast. This one, like I said, it was just short. I just wanted to introduce myself, introduce the podcast, give you something to think about until the next episode. And I also want to do some Q and A episodes as well. So if you have questions about you know, stress levels, managing stress. If you have any kind of questions about your wellness, please go ahead and send them to me, sam at samdonnelly.net. That's dot net. I'd love to hear from you and your topic ideas. I'd love to hear your questions wherever I can. I'll definitely integrate them into the podcast. I want this to be kind of like an interactive thing so that you can take more away from it than just a listening experience. All right, everybody. This has been my very first and very brief podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and tune in regularly. I would greatly appreciate it. And I will see you next time.